Welcome back. We're on problem number seven. Problem number seven. If a and b are positive integers, and a squared minus b squared is equal to seven, a squared minus b squared is equal to seven, what is the value of a? So it says that a and b are positive integers, and a squared minus b squared is equal to seven. So there's a couple of ways that I would I would think about this. You could say, well, this is actually the way I would think about it. Whenever I see a, something squared minus something, I immediately just want to factor it. And let's see what, where that, that, that gets us. You get that a plus b times a minus b is equal to 7. And we know that a and b are, are positive integers. So we know that, that both of these, well, we don't know for sure that, well, we know this is going to be a positive integer, right? You add two positive integers, you definitely get a positive integer. And we also know that this is going to be a positive integer. How do I know that? Well, when I multiply a positive integer times something, and I get another positive integer, or I get another positive number, I know that whatever I multiplied by is positive, right? Because a positive times a positive is positive. So what does this say? So th these are both positive integers, and they, when, when I multiply them, I get 7. So what could they be? Well, wh what numbers, when you multiply it, can be 7? Well, there's, there's only two choices, right? 1 times 7. Because 7 is prime. There's, 7 has no other factors other than 1 and 7. So which one's going to be 7 and which one's going to be 1? Well, the larger one's going to be 7, right? The larger one's going to be 7, and the smaller one's going to be 1. So you could eyeball this. You could say, well, what two numbers, when I add them together, is 7, and when I subtract them, I get 1? And you could immediately you know, you could say, well, what if a is 4 and b is 3? Then that works. 4 plus 3 is 7. 4 minus 3 is 1. And if you that didn't just dawn on you all of a sudden, you could s do a system of equation. a plus b is equal to 7. a minus b is equal to 1. Add these two equations, you get 2a, the b's cancel out, right? Plus 0 is equal to 8. 7 plus 1 is 8. a is equal to 4. And then you can substitute back in, or you know, just play around with the numbers, and you get b is equal to 3. So that is choice. Oh, they want to just know what A is. So A is 4, which is choice B. B. Next problem. We have a number line here. Let me draw it nice and big. Don't know how much space I'll need. Have 0 in the middle. 0 in the middle, negative 1, and 1. Let me draw these points now. T, U, V, and W, U, V, W, and then you have X x and y here, and then you have z. On the number line above, which of the following corresponds to the absolute value absolute value of u minus v? And this is just an approximation problem. You might get intimidated. You're like, how do I figure out how do you, u, how do I figure out v? Well, the answer is you just kind of guess. Well, you don't guess. You approximate. So let's see. What, what does u look like? Well, u looks like. I don't know. If you eyeballing it, it looks like 
minus 0.8, if I were to eyeball it, maybe a little more, minus 0.85. Let's call, right, because it's almost at negative 1, but not all the way there. I don't think it's 9 tenths there. But it's, it's uh, yeah, I would say minus 0.85. I'm just eyeballing it. So let's just say u is equal to minus 0.85. And what's v? v looks about 2 thirds on the way to u. So let's say v is equal to minus 0.6. Once again, I'm just, let's say minus 0.66, just to be, you know, I'm, I'm just approximating once again. So it's minus, right? And they're both negative numbers, and they're both almost at 1. So what is the absolute value of u minus v? Well, that's the absolute value of minus 0.85 minus v, so minus minus 0.66. So that's the minus minus becomes a plus. So what's minus 0.85 plus 0.66? Well, that's roughly, roughly minus 0.19. And if I'm taking the absolute value of that, that becomes 0 0.19. 0 0.19, roughly a fifth, and you know there's no other number around. You know, roughly a fifth is around here, and there's no other number there even it remotely close, so that's going to be x. And another way you could have thought about that, if you didn't want to approximate and use numbers, I do that just to make sure. The absolute value, the, the, when you subtract two numbers and you take the absolute value, you're essentially saying, well, what's the distance between the two? What's the positive distance? I don't care one's larger or less than the other. So you're essentially saying, what's this distance, this distance here? That's equal to this, to, to this expression. So that distance, that positive distance, is approximately equal to x, even in my non-exact drawing. And if you look at, if you looked at how they drew it, actually, even even in the way they drew it, oh, sorry, they did u, they did u minus w. So then it actually makes even more sense because w is more like 0.5. So I misread the problem. This w is equal to more like 0.5. So the absolute value of u minus u minus w is going to be equal to the absolute value of 0.85. Sorry, w is minus 0.5, right? It's in the negative domain. So minus 0.85 minus 0.5. So that equals minus 0.35. Absolute value is equal to 0.35. Still is equal to x. And they did that, you know, I was just approximating that x still works. But according to the drawing, it makes even more sense because. We're actually talking about this distance, sorry, to w. Let me do it in a different, better color. This is what u, not this, this is what this represents. The absolute value of u minus w represents this distance. And if you were to, that distance is the same as the value of x. And it really makes sense if you just look at the distance between u and w on the, in the book. It's almost exact. It actually looks like it was drawn to scale. Next problem. And that's choice C either way, even when I did it wrong the first way. I didn't do it wrong. I misread to give myself a little bit of credit. All right. Problem number nine, although you won't get much credit if you misread when you take it. All right. A number n is increased by 5. n is in, I, I write these out as I read them. Is increased by 5, and the result is multiplied by 5. The result is multiplied by 5. This result is decreased by 5. Finally, that result is divided by 5. The whole result is divided by 5. In terms of n, what is the final result? Well, what can we do here? We can divide the numerator and denominator by 5. So this 5 will cancel out with this and this, right? Because you distribute. So you're left with 
n plus 5 times 1, right? Because this just becomes a 1, this becomes a 1, this becomes a 1. n plus 5, f, n plus 5 times 1, I won't write the 1 because it doesn't matter anymore, minus 1, all of that over 1, so you can ignore that. So it's n plus 5 minus 1. Well, it's n plus 4, right? Just get rid of the parentheses. Plus 5 minus 1 is n plus 4. And so that's choice D. See if I have space to do the next problem. Actually, or time, actually, more than space. I will actually wait to do it in the next video, just so I don't rush things, which I tend to do. See you soon.